Miguel from the Los Angeles Convention Center. It's the Around the NFL podcast, Super Bowl 56 edition. I'm Dan Hansis, joined in uh, aforementioned convention center filled with heroes, Greg Rosenthal, Mark Sessler, Ricky Hollywood sitting to my right on the couch. What's up, gang? Another Super Bowl week has arrived. I, I want that to be your intro to every show now. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. I, it could, it's it's, good it's a workshop. You it's never a know. Still wait, now, there was a little, maybe there's a little jitters for Sessler. He, that was his window to come in with his first comment, but he's sitting on his first comment. We're getting ready for it to come in. Here we go. Well, I'm, just, I'm letting this Super Bowl come to me. I'm not, you know, demanding that it um, unfold in a certain way. I'm still, um, you know, it took like I drove from my house to here. Typically, here's my. Can I tell you what I'm a little annoyed by out of the yeah, gate? Yeah, please. Right off the bat, I, I love it. I just say typically, um, I have viewed like the, the each year has its biorhythms with work and with life. Sure. I mean, typically, I'm on like night two or three of a nine day stay in a hotel in an ex- you need this hotel city. week I, I count on it right. in multiple yeah. ways you've um, been around your family it. a lot way too much you can shape it however you wish I just I feel that that's you know I'm playing from behind but I'm starting to feel the energy I like a little said, bit more you could shape it how you wish but that's exactly what Mark is saying <laughs> I need to get away from my family stay in a hotel in another city I will allow it, but that's, I mean, I think everyone understands what's happening. Ricky, how are you? I'm darling? doing good. Yeah. Yes. Doing well. Doing well. Is my hair crazy? You I'm look Super Bowl up. ready. Really? Yes. I'm Thank excited. you. Maybe, Dan, you were like yelling at the beginning because there's a convention center. It's big. It's very quiet right now. But, the, you know, the, you're trying to bring the juice bring to the up. room. You're trying to fill the room. Famously, I said before we came on that it's Sessler week. Yeah. Mark, Super Bowl week, he's, he's going to be plugged in and hypercharged. So I'm trying to match right. Sessler week. You guys, we went and ordered a coffee, and I, Dan, I got you and me the same thing. Got a nice vanilla latte, and Mark orders to the coffee guy. He goes, can I get the most basic coffee known to mankind? And the guy was like, a black coffee? And Mark was like, that'll do. Sessler and, week. I am asking for what I want. Yeah, but like the way you ordered it was just yeah, interesting. No, it was very cordial. Of I, course. Was a, there was a laundry list of like all the all right. Italian coffees, and I just said, I'll take the... the the thing that I would take. There's someone else sitting on the couch. Right. To Mark Sessler's left. I mean, she's a rising star. What else can be said? Risen. I, f- I feel like... In the sky. The first time uh, she was on our show, I teed her up that way. And since then, somehow, even deeper into the stratosphere she's gone, she is the host of Benched with Benetta. She is Rachel Benetta. Welcome Woo-woo! back. Hey. Why is it so quiet in here? It's weirdly quiet. But you know what? Speaking of biorhythms, we've been doing this for so long. This is, I think, our 10th Super Bowl together uh, on site uh, for the Around the NFL podcast. And it's always super chill and borderline, you know, spooky early in the creepy week. Creepy vibes. And then the creepy vibes give way. And then Thursday, Friday. Remember the first uh, radio row Mark and I did when we were in Indianapolis for our first Super Bowl? And we were stationed right next to the NFL Network set, and we're interviewing Madonna and Adam Whoa. Sandler. It was like, it's, I don't quite sense that right now. Well, we were real, uh, we were genuine journos back then. 
um, <laughs> grinding nonstop. I mean, at this point, there's I don't even recognize that oh, person. With each other. Now you're cruise control. control. Right. trademark. Justin yeah. Jefferson was walking around here a little early. With, but the yeah. sh- with quite tiny shorts. By the way, I lied on my podcast. I said that there was... I was like, sorry if you're hearing some <laughs> crowd noises. This place is bumping. There's celebs mm. here. I have not seen one. But I wanted to make it feel cool. Yeah. But I'm glad that you guys just... Well, that's the magic of radio. You created... Your right. own truth in there, there and non-truths. It's the world that I was living in. Mm. Yes, Greg. I, no, I just uh, it, this <laughs> scene. It's like I, I took a lesson from one of the great performers of my, of our lifetime, Ice Cube, on Sunday at mm. the NASCAR race I went to. Still trying Coliseum. to wrap my head around you at Walker. the NASCAR race. And it, maybe the crowd, people. the crowd, seventy thousand people weren't interested at all. It's a huge venue, but you know what? Ice Cube didn't care. Like he filled that coliseum. Nice. He went all out. It didn't matter what was his surroundings. Like he was full cube. So, so the parallel to, is you are Ice Cube. I'm trying to take inspiration. <laughs> I actually yes. got to hang out with Ice Cube quite yeah. a bit because I covered the big three. Oh, oh wow! So I traveled from random city to random city with Ice Cube and just did was you sideline noted friend of show because he was on <laughs> our podcast once for 12 minutes in our studio though, maybe the biggest the big guest three. we've ever had wow. in the studio he's a big he's and a big probably, get. yeah one of the more awkward photos i remember yes. after the interview um <laughs> rachel um take us through everything it's it's wow. a whirlwind for you how is bench with Benetta going i like the title by the way i was thinking about this earlier that so many of my favorite memories um as a high school athlete was sitting on the bench oh, talking with my friends that's sweet yeah. So there's um, a connection there. Well, I was as I was just telling Greg, I'm still trying to convince myself that I ha- should have a podcast. So that's been a little bit of a... a Listen, everyone has a podcast. Everyone does, but do they need to have <laughs> no. one? <laughs> no. No, it's been fun. It's been a lot of, you know, just it's a challenge to come up with a new show every single week. So I'm just kind of like learning the ins and outs. And I was asking him some advice. And uh, what did you say? You... you you guys stunk for a while. I think. Well, you were asking, Greg. like, well, Greg you, did. were you, you know, did. Okay, yeah, sorry. running full sprint right out of the gate? And I was saying, no, if we went back to listen to our first year, we would be horrified uh, in that we were much better now. It's like it takes a while to get it going. It does take a while. Weird time to launch a podcast right before the Super Bowl because now we have the whole offseason to kind of figure things right. out. I do have a but, question for you, though. Yeah. Like, if, you are, if you're looking at, you know, there's four of us here the that Mecca. are attached to this show. Um, in your mind of like big gets, what would be the order that you would bring us on individually? Mm. Not as Mark I mean, goes with this. Yeah. With I think everywhere. you because you just would like have so much positive energy on the you, top Rachel. at the end of the at the bottom of the list. You're number one. Oh well, that, Rachel, we're good. Thank I don't, you. The rest, but you don't okay. have to say anything else. This is just Mark does it with every guest. Typically, he just wants to be. That's why I said first. positive energy yeah. right off the top. That's what he's uh, you, in charge. You feel of. better now. Very few guests have answered the question correctly because they've answered it honestly. I'm not sure that was an honest answer, but I'm good. I just wanted to get it over and done. And, and I think there is a little apples and oranges. Uh, and check out Bench with Benetta because when we started the podcast, n- none of us really had any experience on mic. Rachel's been doing this for a while. No, shut up. I was, I, I, I'm not used to having, this sounds silly, but it's like for the last few years, I'm used to asking people what their opinions are mm. and to have your own is a little bit scary. Okay. So it is bad right now. You're oh, it's bad. <laughs> okay. No, you it's just bad. don't admit that publicly. <laughs> no, I will admit it right here. It's, yeah. it's a bad podcast, but, uh, you know, get it, get stay in. along for the ride. Get yes. in, get in while we're low because we're, we can floor. only go up from here all right so rachel we only have you for a few minutes here because you're very busy but i'm going to get a spray tan it was very it was a very good <laughs> really? i am yeah unfortunately oh wow yeah it could go it could be bad <laughs> yeah because you could show up orange right that's yeah you're gonna match the carpet it's hopefully not gonna happen but how do you carpet? know when to stop 
Right. You don't. That's Pray. A, I've never done it. Just Do you have previous experience with this I've, shop or this operation? Yes, I've got, yeah. had it done two other times in my life. I have two. Um, yeah, you just just go low. Just go the lowest setting and then right. hope hope for... One time I did it before a flight to Vegas. Mm. I was like, I'm going to Vegas. I, I'm like so pale. I need to have some color. And then I landed and I went to the bathroom and I actually audibly screamed. Because it was... <laughs> it had just been cooking. I was flying from Toronto to Vegas. You're supposed to wash it off like after a few hours. And I didn't know that. And it just kept on baking my skin. <laughs> and so then I went into the airport bathroom and I was like, Jesus Lord. I've made that mistake before too where you leave, you know, the, the undergarments on when you're in men, you're supposed to strip all the way down. Oh, they spray you right want, up your butt crack. They, you don't want lines. But I was, you know, I kept undergarments. on. Undergarments. Well, what am I going to say? Like, I oh, know. I kept my thong on and it was know. up my side. And then I was in a bathing suit in my spray tan that's, with that's like my look. underwear. Li- it was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. I think you painted the picture. <laughs> <laughs> First thing I do. You don't want more details? We're going we're gonna to sign some massive contract NFL around the NFL and we're going. I'm going to get extensive cosmetic surgery i am going to hmm. bleach my teeth and turn orange mm. uh the highest setting and then show up for our first show after signing a <laughs> huge contract you, totally different that would be a good look for you yeah that man that married uh liza minnelli do you oh boy that guy? And like you you're just gonna be That's what I'm, yes. i've He's tried spirit to animal. take that out of my memory but. all right so this is what we're gonna do with rachel we got a lot of show to get to there's a lot of news to hit the uh, personnel carousel is slowing now, and many of the uh, big chairs, all the big chairs, it, maybe not officially, but it's anything. Every coach is Yes, filled. that is a done deal. Now it's the mad scramble, of course, for assistant coaching vacancies, and that's happening now as well, and uh, all the other news. Uh, and then, uh, but before we do that, since we have Rachel here, this is Super Bowl week. There are a lot of very interesting figures uh, across the spectrum, whether it's on the field. Have we said Super Bowl 56 is on Sunday? Have we said it yet? We didn't cover it too much last week, but you did say it to start this show. Ricky, do yes. you have anything you didn't want to you, say? Woo, yeah, what, actually, was the, what, what did he say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl 56. Since we're here and we are allowed to say the word Super Bowl, yeah. um, you guys, I have to make an apology to uh, you mm-hmm. and to our listeners. Okay. Um, I There's no excuse. I totally dropped the ball. Last episode, we weren't allowed to say the word Super Bowl. And at the end of the show, I came on and said how boring you guys were because nobody yeah, said you pounded it. your chest about yeah, it. Yeah, I did. And Greg did say the word Super Bowl around 33 minutes in. And I, I totally missed it. And I missed it in edit and everything, too. And, and there's no excuse. Are you going to get sued for this? No, I'm just apologizing. Hmm. I'm just taking responsibility. According to the, the social media, it wasn't just one either. No, there were no multiple, I thought it was multiple. just one. So well, you just got the apology accounts. wrong, too. Somebody's we're going to need another Somebody's apology. Somebody's getting lazy. All right. I mean, we, we're used to Erica not remotely listening to the show. <laughs> but when, when she advertises it at the right. beginning, then it, it's it a disappointment. Yeah, Dan said it as well. He did? Yeah, you did? You I thought times. we were allowed to say it. Listen, that wasn't... My job. That was your job. Right. My my job was with the boys to to create the content. You were supposed to hold right. us you accountable. You're totally right. So the apology for the apology. I'm Wednesday so sorry, show. you guys, that I made an apology <laughs> the wrong way, and I just want to let you know that I'm really sorry, and I take full responsibility. I think Eric, I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't your believe accountability it. trails only your laser focus. So we we are good <laughs> from here on out. We're fine. According to me, I ap- I'm accepting Go ahead, bury him. Eric, you could see in point. Erica's eyes, she's like, how am I going to bury him? I like, I'm trying to be nice, but like, the way Greg's crossing his legs is like throwing me off, and mm. like, I'm just sort of weirded out. So I'll destroy you. <laughs> a lot of lower time. body action yeah, he, here on his, the set. The knees were knocked in at one point. Things are different. We're on this uh, beautiful iHeartRadio set, 
and uh, usually we're underneath desks. So this is a different kind of body language check. Mm. Everybody seems pretty good right now. You're heavily manspreading. Is it too much? It's yeah, a bit, it's a, it's a bit much. <laughs> Luckily, well, your his. laptop is in the way, so <laughs> right. I don't have to deal with it, but it's there. I'm going to tighten it up a little bit, yeah. and now we're going to get into <laughs> our your seg. laptop lodged up against your loins. <laughs> Why are you laser oh, focused yeah. down there? What? No, I'm just saying. I, I'm observing. The entire, I'm, I, I was going to say, job like, is to observe. for the first 15 minutes, Mark's eyes were just drifting down at my laptop. And well, I was like, that's what is he looking at? <laughs> it was weird. It was kind of weird. Pure fiction. All right. It. it is Super Bowl 56 week, Bengals-Rams Sunday. Before we get uh, into previewing of the game, we have a, a skill. We have a, um, it's a supernatural ability of this show, actually, to get inside the head of people mm. and... Uh, hear their inner monologue so this is what they're actually thinking these are their Mm. thoughts this is this is nothing filtered because we all go through life filtering how we actually feel like some people a greg rosenthal for instance i don't even know what that means i speak what i how i feel when i want a lot of uh, rest of us are kind of like measured you don't want to say everything you feel because you put yourself in trouble greg is that accurate all that was the nicest thing you've ever said about me so I appreciate it. You got it, buddy. So, <laughs> Erica, can I please have uh, the what, what is, is it? Your that? pretty, your pretty little hat. My Kentucky Derby hat. Yes. I said, Erica, can we get like Kentucky a Super Bowl Fifty Six hat or like an NFL helmet? Uh, it would really sell the segment. She gives me a hat that her mom bought from Marshalls in nineteen ninety. That, that's a Marshalls buy. That's back, a Marshalls buy for sure. That's TJ Maxx number one. Back. TJ Maxx five ninety nine. Yes, duh. It's like a hat for a female plowman. <laughs> well, right. it's Plow jets. Woman, it's jets, and she's not gonna like that you make. make All right, just yeah, cut this out and post. All right, so oh, boy. now ten names in this hat, Ooh. all key figures I'm in scared. the Super Bowl, and you will take a name out of the hat, and you will take on that persona and share your innermost thoughts. And I will tell you, yes, I did cook up the names, but to keep things fair, I didn't give it any other thought. So it's just it's got to be. Your inner monologue now filtered through this person's inner monologue and share it with the world. Are we do, is Mark going to do a voice? No, I don't like I don't. Do that's you don't do voices. No. I mean, I'm just saying I don't. I don't even know voices, what some of their voices. Voices sound could get weird. They could get racist. All right, Greg is sticking yeah, his hand in the Marshall's that, that's hat. That's unfiltered. Greg, my mom used to <laughs> take me to Marshall's and just leave it's me a in a section uh, for like two hours and just shop in Marshall's, and I'd go around the whole store with a cart pretending it was a car and I'd come back like 20 minutes later she'd be at the same rack it was child abuse cool story yeah. mm. sorry Rach <laughs> alright here we go Greg's oh, got it what'd so you I, get do I, do I tell you who it is yes uh, I'm Joe Burrow great, great oh wow oh, we should guess. we should guess. good get oh yeah we should guess alright let's alright let's sure. pretend we didn't hear that it was Joe okay, Burrow okay who you got <laughs> um, I don't know if guessing adds much to the show but I, go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna enter the mind of, of Joe Burrow starting now Man, everyone's just making such a big deal of this week. <laughs> it's like all anyone's doing is talking about us and that the Bengals have never been here and all this stuff about the past. And, like, I don't get it. <laughs> this is just what Joe Burrow does. He goes third, third person. person. Oh, third person, yeah. For sure. himself. He, uh, he moves away from the passers. Like, people are talking about, ooh, Von Miller, Aaron Donald coming after me. You think I'm worried about a couple Hall of Famers? I just got sacked nine times against the Titans. You think I'm worried about the worst offensive line to ever start in a Super Bowl? I've been doing this all year. I'm Joe Burrow. How heavy is your chain? I know (laughs) 
the Wesseling brothers are coming to this game, by the way. Aww. He does? And uh, I, wow. I've had them in my mind all year because uh, I'm not just a quarterback. I'm a, I'm a leader. I'm someone that's leading the entire city of Cincinnati <laughs> wow. out of 35 years of mediocrity. Wow. I'm getting emotional. Do we have a time? Ever <laughs> since Sam Weish <laughs> was the Bengals coach. I'm not just taking the, the Bengals team out of, uh, out of mediocrity. I'm taking an entire city. So whether you're with me or you're not, it doesn't matter because I'm going to be Joe Burrow. Nice. Out of the head of Joe Burrow. Wow. I respect it. It's almost like he was here. He's got a lot of confidence, that man. That's what I took out of it. All right, I'll go next. Unfair. You guys want to guess? I don't know. I think yeah, let's guess. Yeah. That could be fun. Take a guess. Well, no, you have to start doing no, it. Be, do the act first. You have to do the oh, no wonder mess. I thought it was a bad idea. No, no, do the stage I was like, act, why, why do we need to? Who we, who we think it is. <laughs> it would okay. be the worst game ever if we were guessing know, before like, you did it. I was like, I don't know if that's... It's like okay. spoken word charades. All right, here we go. Okay. Whose house? Bengal? The Rams <laughs> announcer? Rams house! The obnoxious <laughs> Rams announcer? Hey, am I allowed to be at this game? What? Because you? it's a SoFi Stadium. The Rams announcer? DJ guy? First down guy? Do you want to know right now or after I'm done? Yeah, no, you can finish it up. <laughs> this is Rams PA announcer who screams whose house and other madness for four I straight win. hours. I love it. I win. Because it's not technically a Rams home game. We, we don't get that guy. He's gone. Yeah, but the I DJ's feel like gone. I really deserve it. The Bengals are the home team. My pipes. They're so strong. Whoa. See, this is what I was getting at before about voices and stuff. It's, Give me sure a chance. This is a good idea. It's a tricky line. <laughs> Who's hell's? <laughs> I'm really glad Dan got that one. Invite me, please. What's more obnoxious, whose house or who day? Um, it's a tight contest. Whose house? But I think you know, whose house I like because that's such a volume. I like them both. I like people. I like the crowd yelling at things. They both happen naturally. They should put at some the, point. the and that guy. I'm sure he's a great guy, but they should put him in the 500 section at the very top. See what he can do. And cover his mouth. We were just both oh. in the 500 section. I've never, and you, that, uh, we right, were all there, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. I've never, I was also a little hungover. I've never felt uh, volume the way that I felt up there. It was like, loud. It People get on the Rams fans up. for, you know, not being a great crowd, but it was loud in there that night. We will be back the there. We are in the Ox Box. Um, <gasps> you guys are going to be there? I don't know if this Ox is breaking box. news, but we're in for the, the Super Ox Bowl? Box for the Super Bowl. So we'll be up in there in the, yeah. in the 500 They put level. us in the 500s, huh? I, I like that actually better than the press box. A little antiseptic. Can I pick mine already and start start mine. thinking? Sure. Processing what you might. Uh, no, all right. No, no, no. you can't take it until. All right. Are we ready? Well, she's a guest. No. But, all right. Yeah, make it hard on her. See if you can guess who this is. Yes. <laughs> you know, underneath it all, like oh it's been um, very successful year, and I, you know, I know I saw you trying to look at this. By the way, Dan. No. Okay. <laughs> I wrote, well, I mean, I'm going to know what it is. Stay in character, anyway, Mark. Right. Stay in character. Back, back, back into <laughs> character. I, I, don't re- I don't forget um, all these Johnny-come-latelys that are now pat- patting me on the back, trying to pet my hair, tell me how knowledgeable I am. Mm-hmm. Before the season, I was a piece I of trash who, to them. I yep. know who it is. Should we just guess it? I don't it's know. Zach Taylor, for It's sure. Zach Taylor. But, um, but continue on. Yeah. Well, we, should let, you know let the, we should let the character... Yes. Uh, breathe before come, come we to life. Jump yeah, in. yeah, let's see it. Come I, to like life underneath here. it all, I'm kind of agitated and annoyed with um, with you know the collective um, Cincinnati media that wanted to 
wheel me out of town sure. um, prior to us going to the Super Bowl for the first time in a billion years. Unthankful Bengals fans. Ouch. But I'm going to try to rise up and be um, a little more um, – I'm going to I'm gonna seize the moment because I, I clearly have the skills to do that. I've won over this locker room. Um, I do remember that someone on a podcast two seasons ago cited me as a Coach of the Year candidate, um, prescient, maybe a year before it happened. Uh, and I Ooh. do remember that individual. That was an in, that was an important <laughs> individual from the Around the NFL podcast who came up with that prediction two Augusts ago. Not, I'm not now. buying this character. Well, no. it's like one of the Mark now is trying to settle some scores. Right, in his favor. Mark is trying to <laughs> spike the football on a massively incorrect prediction he also, made say- two years ago because they went two and thirteen that year. I think sometimes oh. you know I, I get that 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 individual football analyst <laughs> he can't tell when he's going to see something correct. Is it going to happen that year? Or maybe the next year. It's going to happen. And I do, uh, I do say that's one of the few people in the media that <laughs> had faith in me. That's, pro- that's all I'm thinking about this is, week. Is Zach Taylor a million years old? Did you say Johnny come lately? Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, he's, you know, he, 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 I take knowledge from all sorts of sources, old and young. Right. He, Zach, Zach Taylor famously does love his elders. And this analyst you're talking about, much older than Zach Taylor. Far older. You should so, audition well, for SNL. You really do great yeah. character work. He's, he's plugged mm. into an outlet. I don't know if Super I believe Bowl what you've just said. All right. <laughs> Good job, Zach Taylor, head coach of the Bengals. Really, I feel like I know him better after that. Or in a new way, at least. All right, benched with Benetta. Okay, is this up. is my turn. I don't know what this guy sounds like. Um, wait, wait a second. Jim Rome just walked by. Jim Rome? Wow. They're always smaller in person. Very petite. Well, they're saying that about us, too. Petite, well, you guys are, petite like, man. smaller men. The security guard's looking at us. We're looking at him. <laughs> Okay, I'm uh, I'm very young. I'm very young. I'm new here. Um, and you know what? I'm going to win the Super Bowl. Watch this. I'm going to go finish this off and I'm going to win the Super Bowl. Mm. I'm very confident. I'm going to I'm going to win the AFC Championship. Watch this. Mm. Hey. Oh. oh watch no. this. Well, I mean, do I hit a buzzer? No, no we're not no, going to No, I'm not going to go 5 minutes that. long like you two did. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Funny. When you tap into a I'm character, done. I'm done. I've no, got no, leg. No, I've got it. leg muscles for days. Ooh, okay. I've got calves, strong calves. Hey, do some uh, character work. He's from Alabama. Give it a little twang. Hey, a little twang. Little twang. Hey, hey, hey. Here, watch me. Oh, no. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. You're making my voice. You're making my mouth turn. Hey, so, hey, hey. Look at here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your life. I'm going. I'm going to win. I'm going. We're going to the AFC Championship, boy. Oh my God. We're going to win Super Bowl, boy. <laughs> Evan McPherson, everybody. Hey. That was my favorite. As you can I'm tell, sorry. Rachel's done a lot of improv work. <laughs> Sad because I have movies. You've been in a, sh- um, a film, a short film. I have, I've been in a movie before. Yes. Yeah. An indie film. Where really? I cry. Wow. wow. Yeah. Good actors. What, and what's the name of the film so people can look when, it up? When Mark found Jeff out that we know. were hiring you at the NFL, he actually immediately went back and watched everything you've ever been in. Creepy. Erica, would not you true. like to try? Just not sure. true. Just All right, pass Erica the Marshall's okay. hat. Hey, it's like really nice. By the way, my mom, the Marshall's mom story, that that <laughs> led to some abandonment issues in my life. So on our podcast, Do we, we share some story things. Again? No, I'm just saying, time? like you said, it wasn't a good story, but... It meant something to me. Go ahead. All right, I got it. Everybody always says that I was the boy genius, but Mm. I've I've lost my touch, or I'm getting a little too timid when it comes to play calling, or I'm not playing. Nobody talks to Sean McVay while he's thinking, okay? (laughs) And 
I took my team to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Okay, it was Bill Belichick and these Patriots, and and it was a really great defensive showing. I mean, the score was so low, people were talking sucked. about it forever. And now I'm back, and I'm in my town, and I'm in my whose house city, and he I'm doesn't in even get his own parking spot. My spot. house, <laughs> and I, yet you know what? I took my shirt off during Hard Knocks, and everyone faulted me for it. Rose, Rose in the pool. But now, look bad. who's laughing now. I'm going to be shirtless after this game, too. Wow. Heading to the streets. They're going to be throwing a parade. <laughs> Can I get a raspier voice? <laughs> they're, they're going to be throwing a parade in my now voice, in my up. name. I'm going to hit that club, Delilah. I'm going <laughs> to go out with OBJ. I'm going to put dippity-doo in my hair. And I'm dating a model. My life is perfect. It's only missing this one thing. Mm. Shoot. Lombardi truck. Yeah, wow. Good Lord. I, I want to... I have a couple good ones in here. Before we say goodbye to Rachel, I want to give, want to give one out. I'm gonna actually. You guys want to pick one for Rachel to do? Yeah. Put her on the yeah. spot again. All right. Here are the options. A method actor. Guys, I could barely do a southern accent on <laughs> demand. Al, here. Al Michaels. Oh yeah. I oh, want she's that. a little. Lou Amaruno. Welcome to the green. No. <laughs> uh, Eminem. Hmm. Zach Taylor. Well, I put that back oh, in there. Back Why in. would you put it back in? I don't know how the first thing... time wasn't great. Why would you? I, all right. Well, I don't know how the game works. <laughs> Matt Stafford. <laughs> I don't know how the game works. The Omicron variant. Kelly Stafford. How about Kelly Stafford? I, th- I think either Omicron or Omicron. M&M. Omicron or Eminem would be good. Mm, like and Kelly also Star- this M&M. last one, I didn't put this one in. It says Erica's 30th birthday oh, is Thursday. I could do this. I could do this. Okay. You want to just do that? No. <laughs> is it this, is it my 30th birthday? Does anybody have any white claw surges? Is it, does anybody have any white claw surges? Because this is all I drink. I, yeah, it does. I've definitely Surge heard yourself. that before. Surge <laughs> I don't know what you were saying at the bar that one time. It was something close to that, and that's embarrassing. Very. And I kept going, back to you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to you pick one for Rachel? No, no, that was good. What, we're going to just keep having her do one after yeah, one. I don't M- think anybody M- needs to hear M- more. Eminem M- would have been fun. All right. M- or that's the Omicron it. variant. It's over. Thanks for having me, you guys. Rachel Benetta. Always a blast. Benched with Benetta, NFL Network. She's mm. going to be all over. Will you guys come on my podcast one time? Hey, well, I listen, think we've cleared that up, yes. By the yeah, way, the, we're here. The, the setup text to you was, how about a home and home? Yeah, but I just figured you guys were doing a million things. I was sitting I don't next like to asking people time. for favors. Like I was literally next to you while you recorded no. your whole show. No, we'd love to be on your just show. sitting over there. Yes. Let them okay, think cool. we're doing will, a million uh, things. It's <laughs> not the case. We're here. Oh, that light. What? Oh, my gosh. What? But everything. <laughs> Are y'all trying to kill everything me? Everything has to line up perfectly for us to do okay, your show. Okay, you can come on my show. Jeez. All right. There she goes. Rachel Bonetta. I'm going now. There she goes. Ah, oh, the Super Bowl. I want to hear Dan B. Al Michaels, though. Okay. Really like Al. Just, it is a big, it's a big moment. For what does Al Michaels sound like, by the way? Al Michaels. <laughs> I, I saw that, actually, and um, it was faced up, and I was like, I'm not taking that on because I have no idea. You're going to need to sound like him, and I have no idea how to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't want to do it then. If, we're, not, we're not gifted uh, voice impressionists. I, I could do I, I could do Pacey Witter from Dawson's Creek. Dawson, Dawson, Dawson. What about Chris Collins? Like Mr. Really well. Oh yeah. Ara, ara, ara. <laughs> Kilburn missile crisis averted. Ara, ara. You all right. Yeah, right. Well, he's not a robot, but okay. Let's let's take a break and hit the news. Don't have a workout and go and post it on Instagram the next day and then go and sit on your butt for four days and everyone thinks you're working hard, but you're really not. You know, work in silence. Don't don't show everybody what you're doing. 
you know, let your let your your game on Friday nights and Saturday nights and Sunday nights show all the hard work that you put in. Don't worry about mm. all that social media stuff. Ow! Sounds familiar. That is Joe Burrow. Will he be a legend of the Midwest by Sunday night? Is he already? These are all questions. It is a it's a grand story, isn't it? The every NFL season is just a, a long winding narrative, and it comes to an end uh, with Bengals Rams. And don't forget, coming up later this week, we got three shows and an NFL Network program later in the week. But we got three shows, and Mark will, after I have collapsed in the playoffs in the Pick'em Challenge, the Lock Challenge, it is. Mark's right in a deadlock tie to choose the winner in his mind. And I will go as a noble man into a lockoff. There I, will be no tie. I mean, you, that's your words, noble. There me, will be no tie. Like, that feels like the opposite of noble, that you're just giving up on making any choice. And you're probably not uh, backing the, the Bengals and, and robbing yourself of What enjoyment. do you mean? I might be backing the Bengals. No. I have to see what Mark's picking. Uh, yeah, I, I'm fine with the plan. I, when we had a um, tie potential tie scenario during Patriots Eagles, um, you had caught up to me and picked first that time. So at least it is sort of to there your you words go. a home and home. And by, by the way, Nick Wessling, who we saw this weekend, um, was very forceful with the concept that he's only one behind me. So if things right. went south, he could wind up. Somewhere else, there could be a three-way tie for the in, so, in, in the end. And Nick's my Nick, who you by the way, both go at the Rams. Yeah, and Nick fell uh, to me twenty-one seventeen in cornhole oh. uh, at Lakeisha uh, and West Manor. Just want to put that out there. But Nick was hoping to come in through the back door and get a, a tie, ah. uh, and uh, that would mean that Mark and I would both lock up hypothetically the bank, the Bengals, and then Wesling comes in and locks up the Rams, and then the Rams win, and it's a three-way tie. No, Nick. Thanks for playing. You're not getting a share of the trophy. It was a tad far-fetched. It comes down to Sessler and I, and I'll let fate handle it. Hands are washed. It's Lame. Mark's decision. Lame. It's like a picks competition, and, and well, listen, hey, I'm so Mr. bad at making picks. I four give up games my under 500. Doesn't matter. I got. Why does the mic even I've on got, for you? I've got the the back to back solo trophies. You're still looking for your first solo trophy, so I know what it's like to to get to the end. And you make your your own pick. You're going to want to make your own. Greg, pick. you are a voice clinging to the past. <laughs> you are very Absolutely. very much like the Patriots. It, it, there was something there. Yes, it was special, but that is gone and over. Let the let the two men vying for the title work things out. I don't right or like the Tennessee Titans here during Super Bowl week offering their opinion on how the game just should, doesn't you know, feel, unfold. Please, yes, yes, they will be probably here on Radio Row getting paid by certain sponsors. Well, I think in fact Ryan we are Tannehill speaking with Derrick Henry. So. Yeah, we'll be um, you know plugging vitamin water later this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes we'll have here. guests. We'll have uh, previews. Uh, breaking down the game, but let's get into the news. Barry Sanders, right there. See, I mean, like pe- people are people are here. Sanders looks the same. Pretty cool. How could Sanders play twelve years in the NFL on AstroTurf, taking two hundred and seventy carries a year, and be fifty-four and look younger than I do? I don't. That doesn't seem mm. fair. But I guess he's one. He's an all-time athlete. 
That's part of the right. Equation. It's not a normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a normal. Um, like he's an all time. Like the guy athletes. that is twelve feet away from us right now is one of the greatest football players to ever walk the earth. See, don't let that magic wash off you, Dan. Like the twelve-year-old Danny boy would be very ex- impressed with what's happening right now. Well, that's what I'm just, saying. Right. I'm just trying. That is one of the fun things of Super Bowl week. Is you see all these people. And, and had Greg like, ever been 12, he would have similar feelings. I <laughs> love me some Barry Sanders because my team at the time was so bad. I I put myself on other teams, too, because you had to enjoy you know, watching other teams. Barry Sanders and Randall Cunningham, I would say, were the two most exciting players of their era. Come on. All right. Let's get into the news. Let's Yes, the coaching carousel, the personnel carousel is slowing to a near stop. The Houston Texans have filled their head coach vacancy after much hand-wringing internally, promoting defensive coordinator Lovey Smith to head coach. Josh McCown, once again, was in the picture. David Culley never seemed to have a chance and when he was let go, despite doing some positive things. So they bring in Lovey Smith, who obviously had some really nice moments in the early tenure with the Bears, but that's 10 years ago. I think it's, I, I think it's something, Greg, you, right off the top, especially where we are now, what's going on in the league, the hiring of a black coach is a good thing. Uh, if you are, though, if you're a Texans fan hoping to, for a hire that excites you, I don't know if that's Lovey Smith. Well, because of the process that they took to get to Lovey Smith. I actually think you could make the argument that Lovey Smith is a guy that could be hired again. He's that many games over 500. You know, they haven't been good in Chicago since he was gone. The one year he had in Tampa, people kind of forget that he is a two-time head coach. You know, they they went from three wins to six wins or whatever. Like, he, he's not an exciting head coach, but he's a normal head coach hiring. The reason... It doesn't smash past the smell test is because he wasn't one of their finalists and because he was in the building all last year and never once was he brought up as a potential future head coach. So then you get into this setting of we've got three finalists for the job. One of them is Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles defensive coordinator. He's not going to get it, apparently. The other two are Josh McCown and Brian Flores. Brian Flores, who has a track record with Nick Casario and Jack Easterby from the Patriots, the, the lawsuit from Brian Flores drops after the interview. The other one is Josh McCown, who many insiders who seem to always have a good beat on the Texans, I don't know if that's your guy Easterby, Mark, or not, really believe that was going to get the job, Josh McCown. The Flores suit happens, and suddenly it doesn't seem palatable to hire Josh McCown as a head coach in the NFL. And so you give the job to Lovey Smith, and this is, again, just me surmising, and they push back against this idea. But you conducted a very public head coaching search, and not at one point was Lovey Smith ever believed to be part of it. So it's not that hard to put one and one together, and it just, to me, is unfortunate because this Texans organization has kind of been a mess for the last couple of years and this feels like a continuation of it nick Casario didn't even forcefully acknowledge that lovey smith would be back as defensive coordinator after the season uh, i think greg nailed it i mean you learn a lot about these teams um, during these head coaching searches how the process goes out what information comes out what it reveals about them i i have to look at this and wonder like is this essentially lovey smith being lined up 
for another transition type year where uh, you know next offseason they go get the guy they really wanted. I mean, Jack Easterby at this point is on to his third head coach, and if you count Bill O'Brien, third GM in a very short tenure. What I what I think the Texans have revealed themselves to be, and it's a surprise to no one, is a disorganized mess. And I mean, I don't think that Lovey Smith is a bad candidate necessarily, but for him to come out of the out of the atmosphere this way speaks volumes about what Houston's doing. I'm, I'm with you, and if if that is what this is, it's another placeholder hire. We'll see. We don't really know, but all I can tell you is this: it's a uninspiring hire. It's rare for three a guy to get a third job. Uh, absent some type of like Super Bowl title or something that really Sterling on his resume. He did take Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl. Okay. That was a long ass time ago. <laughs> I'm was, just saying that like deserves okay. that's almost Bears, like winning a Super Bowl if you made it to right. a Super Bowl. It was a with great Rex defense Grossman. and he deserves credit for that. <laughs> but he went eight and twenty four with Tampa Bay and I know we don't follow it very closely. He goes to college uh, and for Illinois, he goes 17-39 and 39 over five years, gets fired there, and then their defense was ranked 31st last year. And it's just like, okay, we hire Lovey Smith? Okay. I thought that their de- – it's interesting because I actually thought their defense was pretty well coached. It, DVOA, stuff like EPA, stuff like that, they were closer to average after their bye Turnovers. week and had no, had no personnel. But that to me, it's all sort of beside, beside the point to the process, which felt like a joke. And – you can't give the benefit of the doubt to this organization no. because of what's happened over the last handful of years. So when it looks like something and it feels like something and, and the McNairs, you know, step up and they, and they hire Lovey Smith in the, in this way, like we'll, we'll see when Ian Rappaport put out the report that Lovey Smith's going to be their coach for 2022. It really felt like the four 2022 thing wasn't put there accidentally in that maybe it's going to be McCown in the future who really, who really knows? But it, it sort of just was so fitting today um, during the press conference that they couldn't even get through that without an embarrassing moment. I would say the last few weeks with a, a number of different candidates, and that was pretty fluid. I think this process in and of itself is very fluid, and we have to, we got a fire. But, yeah, you do. Don't use the elevators. Yeah. <laughs> Harbinger of doom. Very emblematic, though. Yes. Uh, All right. So that's what's happening with the Texans. We have another hire to share. Time for news and notes presented by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at Upwork. The Miami Dolphins, they have a new head coach. Mike McDaniel, the 49ers offensive coordinator, gets the big chair in Miami, uh, this is a hire that, Mark, I think a lot of people see as a positive. McDaniel is somewhere, someone that Kyle Shanahan has brought everywhere he's gone for years. Uh, it was his first year as offensive coordinator this season. And San Francisco, obviously, uh, is a, uh, a team with Shanahan there that is, you know, people look at their offense as something to get behind. So McDaniel, known as a bright mind, do you like this hire for the Dolphins? I do. I think like I'm probably I'm like preordained to kind of um, love this coach on some level, and I, I have for a couple years. And I think if anything, I mean, we get that the Dolphins are a bit of a they're going through a lot right now, and we don't even know you know ownership Ooh. on down what will happen down the road. From Mike Miami. Jones, let's go. What's up? All right, that's your boy, Mark. <laughs> that well, uh, here's the thing. Like, did you see the uh, con- him FaceTiming with Tua on the airplane? 
No, I didn't. So yeah. the thing about him, I just think that like what I like about the hire in general is Wi Fi that, that allowed him to FaceTime on the plane? Is that some that private jet stuff? Is that seems, yeah, that's, yeah that, is that he, was on, he was on the Ross jet, so yeah. is that unusual? But it's the first oh, thing he did. Like he substandard Wi Fi typically, but I guess he wasn't flying commercial. I don't think he was yeah. I don't think he, he wasn't packed in like some you know, like this wasn't like an American Can't even Airlines. Watch Netflix on a standard Wi Fi signal. I mean, is that, we, that is what we should be digging into here. Okay, go ahead. This aspect of it. I'm just saying I think it's great for Tua. The Dolphins have not had, like, a top 10 offense in, like, 25 years. And they've had issues all over the place on that side of the ball. And this is why you hire him. I mean, like, mm. I, I, like I like the move. It, now, he didn't call plays in San Francisco. But I will go back to that anecdote that when we were hanging out with those Niners coaches, that they were coming out of the woodwork saying this dude is they all like love genius him. level, outside the box thinker. He connects with players. I know that he doesn't sound maybe like your typical head coach soundbite wise. I don't care. That's what I like about it. They went Boom. out they went and did something a little oh, bit man. different here. Mike Jones, let's go. Now, do that? you do you know the, the the Mike Jones reference, like the, the song that that's sort of playing to Mark? Because I know you're a little older than, than Mike McDaniels too. You know, Greg, I'm not even going to, like, you, do you understand that if you said that to someone else in our company, you would be taken in a body oh, bag to it. HR? Yeah. Oh, report Thank Greg. I absolutely that will That would be call. an awesome will, subplot going, of the show. I promise you that I am going to report Greg for ageism after this. That would be amazing. Email. I think it was a fair question, the Mike you, Jones we, question. You think it was Mike fair. Wait, you can think we, it was. Ricky, Mike can Jones. we, after the complaint is formally filed, can we, when they book the conference room for like the deposition or however it works, can we get the podcast equipment in there and yeah. do a show? Now that'd be oh, good. Okay, yeah. Great off-season content. I, I assuming that Dan and Erica will back me on this. I, I want to see all the facts laid out. But can I just say something? <laughs> Mike Jones sort of falls in another world. I, I, I'm not really. Don't uh, try to slither out know. of this. <laughs> can I just say, is it, is it a little bit odd? And I understand 32 big chairs in every job is hard to get and if you have the opportunity to take a job you take a job and who doesn't want to play down in Miami or coach down in Miami but Mike McDaniel a guy who is a hot name given everything that's happening in the news around the Dolphins Hmm. is this really what you just heard from the previous head coach about ownership the allegations there given the fact think about this we don't know how things are going to play out uh, with say, the allegations about uh, tanking. Like, what if that led to losing your first-round pick for three years? Like, all this stuff. Or losing, or the ownership changing. Right. Like that, the it's perilous. It's perilous waters. I wonder, and now, and now here's a conspiracy theory. Greg, I'll throw it to you on this. I wonder if McDaniel, who's obviously a smart guy, had the same potential misgivings, and Stephen Ross was, hey, but FYI, Deshaun Watson's going to be your quarterback. Like something to really spice <laughs> that, up that the is, job a little bit. That is quite a conspiracy. And by theory. the way, and again, this is all just based on the allegations. If Tom Brady was hypothetically on a yacht, is Deshaun Watson somebody? Were there any communications? Is there more that the Dolphins have connected on that situation than anybody knows at this time? It, the, the Watson question is going to be a big one throughout the offseason. Like, the thing is, nothing's changed there. And, and by the way, that Lovey Smith job feels temporary in part because they're going to have $50 million in dead money on their cap if and when they trade Deshaun Watson. But to answer your question, Mark, Dan, I, I think he would probably take it regardless. You, you don't need a conspiracy theory. A, because you believe in yourself. And B, because he comes from relative, you know, pretty humble background. And it 
changes his family's life forever. And you, you can say that you're going to have chances down the, ro- down the road to be a head coach or not, but it, it's not just getting a, a raise, it's getting a tenfold oh, raise. Oh, I understand that, Greg. T- but if he believes in himself, he's not going I to take it, a job a year early fearing he'll never get another opportunity. Like, if he truly believes in his potential, it just feels like I get it. I don't know. I think you concerns I, here. I think just putting trying to put yourself in that sort of shoes, not not just a tenfold raise, but s- someone that you, you change your family's life forever. And there's no guarantee for that in, in the future. And you do believe in yourself. So you believe that you can improve these, sure. this Dolphins team. Now, I see a very tricky transition. They've put so many resources into an offensive line that has really struggled. It's terrible. And in theory, that's what McDaniel brings you is coaching that can fix the offensive line. He was the run game coordinator. Like he's the run game coordinator. That's sort of, you know, Shanahan's tree is known for taking a little and making a lot with your offensive line. And that kind of fits with Tua. But, man, if you look at all the moves they made in the last few years, it's all for like a Flores style defense and a Belichick style offense, and like that's a hard transition, and that could take years. and And there's draft picks, and they've spent all this money in weird places that it, it's not going to be easy. I don't think for them. I mean, it could take years, but we're days away from a Super Bowl featuring a Rams team that flipped around rapidly, immediately under Sean McVay. Um, from being one of the more dull visual experiments out there under the previous coaching staff. And a Bengals team that was totally disregarded for decades and a mess two years ago. I, I, I think, if anything, if you believe in the coach, um, you believe in the transformation that comes with it. And I'm just I, saying those teams don't, nec- don't potentially have the handicaps that this team could have if things break right. a certain way. They don't. There's they another, don't there's another world the where building. this, like, maybe, like, who, we, with the lawsuit stuff, I just think if you're, like, if you're McDaniel, do you shy away from what could be a very good job? a couple years from now because of that. I think it's choppy waters. He weighed, uh, obviously, we don't need to speculate that. He, I'm sure he weighed the pros and cons. Yeah, I would imagine he had a with, little list yeah. with Chris the, Greer, the, the GM has been there for on, in some capacity for almost 20 years now, too. And a lot of coaches have, have come and gone. So there is definitely, I, I think, some buyer beware. But there's, a, I think if you're a Dolphins fan, you got to be excited. Like, do the show with Andrew Hawkins. And he said years ago, this is the best coach I've ever been under. Period. At any position, any place, Mike McDaniel, I think, is like the sharpest. And you just look at the influence that that coaching staff back in Washington has. I mean, McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur, and uh, and Mike McDaniel was also on that staff. He's, it is really wild. He's going to be the hype bunny hire of this cycle. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, like you're saying, everyone that's ever been in contact with him sees him as a really bright guy. Now it's a lot different when you're in the big chair. You're, I don't know if he's going to call plays or what. We'll see. But uh, Dolphins fans are probably feeling good, but there's a lot of unsure times Tua's got to be happy, unless he gets like unless booted. booted. Go, watch that, go watch that FaceTime phone call. Like I think he'll be very happy. I can't happy. believe the Wi-Fi. Well, no, that's the whole, that's, that's the A storyline. Yeah, but the B storyline was the conversation, like, which was Newsflash, uh, um, the ultra-rich live differently than us. Stephen Ross has got that nice Wi-Fi on the plane. He's got Just problems, but he's I'm got the Wi-Fi. Just wait until I'm fully orange with the uh, bleached teeth. Veneers. Veneers, like big choppers. Yeah. I'll know. That was News and Notes presented by Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at Upwork.com. Let's take a break and get into another hire. All right, we're back. Uh, Saints hire Dennis Allen. They promote Dennis Allen, I should say. Uh, Allen, 49 years old. 
it, it always seemed like this is where this was headed after Sean Payton announced he was uh, stepping away after a decade and a half on the on the job. This is the final head coaching vacancy filled. I know the uh, the hire of uh, O'Connell with Los Angeles and Vikings that has to wait till after the game. But yes, they're all uh, set now with this hire. Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator uh, for a long time, did have a head coach tenure going 4-12 and and 4-12 and um, with the Raiders before an 0-4-14 and getting canned. Mm. Now he gets another shot on another team that it's a lot of work to do here, Mark. I, you know, I don't, I don't dislike the hire, though, because I think this was about um, continuity. Like, you've already got um, it, New Orleans probably culture-wise – has one of the better things going on. And I think that Dennis Allen, who Sean Payton in his um, farewell news conference, which went on for roughly seven and a half hours, uh, name-dropped Allen as like the guy he recommended, uh, highly recommended to take over the job as, as a candidate. And I, he's been groomed for this. Um, the Oakland job was messy, but he also was stuck with like Matt Flynn and Matt Schaub in those situations. And, I mean, there was, there. if you go back and look at, some of the reporting around his tenure. I know the record was bad, but people thought that he did a good job in the locker room with the players. Mm. So I just think it's just like continuity. It's the same staff. It's the same culture. I think someone like Pete Carmichael Jr., who's been there forever, takes over an offense that should look similar. So I don't know. I mean, does it set the I mean, table for like Sean Payton to come back at some point? Oh, I don't. I, I, I don't think, think so at this point. But I, I think it's just keeping the Saints <laughs> my, the Saints. To my, some degree. my question. Yeah, this isn't like a Bounty Gate situation. I think he's go, well. He's going to the Cowboys. Let's be honest. Uh, but. I think the question I ask, you mentioned, like, the culture there is a healthy culture. Well, how much of that was tied directly to Sean Payton? Like, what does this team look like without Payton there? Is there really a good culture anymore? I'm curious who their offensive coordinator will be. Pete Carmichael was with Sean Payton, I believe, the entire time, which is wild. Uh, and was the offensive coordinator for most of that time. So if if you promote Carmichael and they're not saying what they're going to do, there's some buzz that after interviewing Eric Bieniemy for the head coaching job that they might try to get Bieniemy for the offensive coordinator job because Bieniemy's contract with Kansas City is up, and there's there's some uncertainty about what's going to happen there. I I think it's okay that they hired Dennis Allen. Their defense is awesome. And they're going to try to retain that, but it, that's clearly what they were going for. Jeff Duncan, who's been there forever, said that Mickey Loomis was looking for two main criteria, one or the other, either head coaching experience or familiarity with the Saints system. Got both. And he had, he had them both. And Duncan really hammered the point home that they don't think that they're going to ru- blow up their roster. So we may look at the $75 million they're over the cap right now and <laughs> and think like, oh, that's problematic. Did you say $75 billion? 70, I believe that too. $75 they are literally, <laughs> this is not an exaggeration, they are $75 million. There's only like three teams over the cap. They're one of them and they're $75 million. And Teron Armstead's a free agent and they, Marcus Williams is a free agent. Many good players. They believe they're going to keep this defense together. They believe they're going to get Michael Thomas back. They have to find a quarterback. I think Jameis Winston's probably the leader in the clubhouse but who knows but they they think that they're somehow going to keep this together and Dennis Allen is the guy to do that that was my next question like what do you guys think who's going to be the quarterback here I read I can't remember where I read it maybe it was ESPN.com they were trying to figure out uh coaching carousel or quarterback carousel and uh quarterback quarterback carousel and uh someone they throw out the Bucks re-signing Jameis Winston I was like that would be wild Someone, yeah, they, there was a report that they're open to it because Jason Imagine Light, that. Jason Light, kind of loves Jason, Jameis Winston. He drafted him. I think they left on 
good terms and they might not be able to do any better, but that that would that would be silly. I, I think it is worth noting though, Dennis Allen was probably well, we it, got it. Is it is worth, worth noting. noting. No, no, no. That part of the, I'm the just saying I think if you were making a list of the best three defensive coordinators in the league over the last three years, he would be on that list. So it, it, that was it, worth noting, I will say. I think, and that so. was a, that think? was their weakness for so long. So, previous to him, so. okay, I'll buy it. Feels like he's a transition gonna call higher again. to me. He's going to call plays, and right. then we'll see. Like it's like okay, Sean Payton's gone. Let's Dennis Allen's been a good soldier for seven years. Let's give him the job and see how the next. Well, year you get goes some and, of the embers of the yeah. success sometimes. Jim Caldwell almost won a Super Bowl. Almost. People forget in Indianapolis, fourteen and zero. Um, George Seifert, like <laughs> no one really respects him, won a Super Bowl. Or two. I don't even. I think he might have won two. Like sometimes it works. You bring in the next. Sorry, game. I just drifted off thinking about when the Colts were fourteen and zero and they decided to rest starters uh, instead of go for sixteen and zero, and then they didn't even win the Super Bowl either. Those teams were extremely annoying to me. It worked out. Brady's doing like, that. No. They took. Uh, they were against the Jets in Week sixteen, and they were like, "All right, Peyton's going to play for a half, and then we're going to put him on ice." And then they blew that game, lost the next week, went to the Super Bowl, but then got beat by. The Saints. See how it all tied back together? Very poetic. You thought it was just going down a Jets no, it wormhole? No, it could go anywhere. Or just Wi-Fi's anywhere, broken. just like a wide-open thread? No. Tied it up. All right, the Jaguars, they have a coach. I guess it ended well. They got Doug Peterson. They have a Super Bowl-winning head coach. He, only, he won the big game. See, we don't have to say the big game like everyone else uh, seemingly around Super Bowl mm. week. Uh, we have the rights to it as the NFL. I can say Super, Super Bowl, Bowl anytime Super I want, Bowl, even Bowl, on shows that— You can? Right, even on shows I'm not supposed to, I didn't get punished for it. I mean, that's the ultimate. I'm glad I said it. You now. are a bad boy. I mean, there, that's another example <laughs> of why Greg cannot be held down by anyone or no. anything. No, he's too uh, volatile, too dangerous. You don't know what's going to come out. Leather of his jacket, mouth. always. Right, right, but I came to you at the beginning before we started the show, and I was like, I think I should make a formal apology yeah, to the listeners, right. to everyone. But then Greg bringing it up later, uh, kind of a douchey move, right? Saying I can say whatever I want and. I mean, I already That's, apologize. I've learned from children, if you don't punish them immediately, then they'll just think they have a, a green light to do whatever they well, want. Well, I, I, I hope Child Services isn't listening to this. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Greg has a lot of complaints um, filed against him over the last yeah, 40, you could, you could, Yeah, my kids could, or you could have a lot of complaints about me as a parent. Being a taskmaster would not be one of them. All right, let's sure. get to it. Doug Peterson fell out of favor with the Eagles after that amazing Super Bowl victory a few years back. But... He's a guy that has a proven track record. He helped develop Carson Wentz into a star, however briefly that was. But I'm pissed off, Angelo. Yeah, he's he's pissed off no more because he is now the head coach of the Jaguars. And he gets, yes, he joins an organization uh, in flux, an organization where you have to have some questions. Trent Balky's still there, but maybe now Rick Spielman is entering the building to displace Balky on some level. Uh, there's still questions around this organization, but at the end of the day, Mark, if you're Doug Peterson... Uh, I'm back in a big chair. I'm making a ton of money, a butt ton of money. <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence, still a generational prospect. You basically get a redo for him in second year of his rookie deal. Yeah, I think it's like if you're Shad Khan, you don't want to go through the drama of wondering if the next guy you hire um, is going to be learning on the job and fumbling and bumbling on the job the way that Urban Meyer did in like massive scope. I mean, this guy, he's been around the block. I think it's like a quarterback-centric move. Zach Berman from The Athletic, who covered the, who covered the Eagles forever, talked about Peterson. And I think that, you know, last year what happened, um, 
like his obviously the the shine was off Doug Peterson because that was such a disastrous season for the Eagles where you can kind of forget what happened before and how quickly he helped their offense and what they did. I mean, they went to a height the Eagles had never gone to. But Zach Berman talked about him having kind of emotional intelligence, someone that works really well with um, other coaches that doesn't need to kind of always be the smartest guy in the room or the center of attention. And I, I kind of, like, I, with this hiring cycle, it's like, all right, Doug Peterson, like, I don't know, he doesn't move the needle maybe uh, in your mind. He but, didn't for the Jaguars, right? Because he wasn't one of the finalists. But I they, think, like, but, revisited him but, after but these are the guys. Work out. These are the guys that, like, two or three years from now. I don't be, think he, they'll admit that. He could be yeah, the most successful right. of the coaches. I mean, or, also, I think it helps to the – I'm pissed off, Angelo. You're not dealing with um, <laughs> raging AM Philly talk radio. You're dealing with Jacksonville, which is a softer media market. There's time here to grow it. I don't think Shad Khan wants a one-and-done scenario ever again. It's a good again. hire. Yeah. I, I, I know some people uh, will say, well, you know, when Doug Peterson was at his height, Frank Reich was with him. I get all that. I just think there is some real success, recent success, and the fact that he did help develop Wentz. Now you have a grown-up in the room who is motivated, a proven NFL guy, to get with Trevor Lawrence. They had to get, I thought, not necessarily an outside-the-box hire for this. I think he kind of fits the category of what made sense for this move. So we'll see. I, I agree. In the end, they got there. It just, again, the process doesn't make you feel great if you're a Jaguars fan. Two of the other finalists. But do you care ultimately? I know that. I agree with you, but like, this I do. Is where they came I down. do, because this is like what you said as a Jets fan when the process was bad to get Gase. And I think what a lot of fans do to convince themselves when the process was bad, because it didn't take away what the problem is here, which is that they keep having. New coaches every couple of years that the ownership hasn't made great decisions. I do like, I think Peterson stabilizes things. He's hiring Mike McCoy as the Jaguars quarterback coach. McCoy has not been in the league since 2018. He's supposedly going to bring in Press Taylor, who was an assistant in Philadelphia uh, under Peterson, who was kind of scapegoated. So uh, when um, that went sideways and he's been out of the league, like some... He's getting his guys back together, and you could certainly do worse. But the fact that the reporting indicates it was Byron Leftwich's job, he just didn't want to work with Trent Baalke. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not that great. worries me it's that Nathaniel great. Hackett and, and, and Eber Flus was the guys that they first wanted. I'm, and they I'm not saying it's elsewhere. like all's well that ends well, but there is an element of, well, at least they didn't botch it with a really suspect hire. You know, I, it's not the Texans. Right. Uh, and I don't know, is the Spielman deal done? Because he's he's a respected guy that really I thought was a good team builder in Minnesota. I think a big part of this, if you are a Jaguars fan, it's like we got to get Balky out of a central role as a team builder here. <laughs> maybe Spielman comes in, he's a wheeler and dealer with experience. Maybe things come together quickly if Lawrence develops. It's going to be the shot interesting did, year did indicate an executive level hire, which has to get approved by the league because they're adding a, a level above Trent Balky is coming, and everyone assumes that's Rick Spielman. He said no. Balky was part of the press conference. That was what was weird. And Balky is staying. They, Don't they, be ridiculous. They said that over and over. But Balky has a series of Polaroids <laughs> that would be disturbing he's, to some. He's fired four coaches in four Alluring years. to others. It is. Uh, it is sure. what they, they are reportedly also hiring <laughs> Mike Caldwell. As defensive coordinator, Mike Caldwell was uh, a defensive assistant with the Bucks Just, last year. The linebacker. How about this? Hire coach. MJD. Ooh, I like that. Our buddy. Hire him. See what happens. I Mike think Caldwell, it, a former Browns player, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Oh, okay. So I'm on board with it, maybe. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, ooh, guess what? Some say it's it's early. 
Some say it's too early. I oh. say it's time to celebrate a trope alert landing early. Super Bowl trope week. Alert. Trope alert. Trope alert. Trope alert. Trope alert. Everybody, trope alert. hold on to your butts because Kyler Murray unfollowed <laughs> the Cardinals and removed all Arizona Cardinals-related content from his social media. It, it, Greg, in the 2020s NFL... That is akin to filing divorce papers with your team (laughs) 75% of the time. And don't we know whether it's Jalen Ramsey or Mm. Odell Beckham or Jamal Adams or name this player or that player, when a player now decides he doesn't want to be somewhere anymore, he gone. I'm getting ahead of this because there is a glaring hole, a vacancy in this offseason landscape for a true superstar quarterback to say, I want to go, hmm, there. Maybe Kyler Murray and his agent were like, we could be that guy in this landscape. I'm ahead of myself here, Greggy, but I like it. I like it, too, because it's like, it's like, hey, we see you, Russell Wilson, humming and hauling. Oh, Russell Wilson wants to check out what's out there. <laughs> say humming and hauling? Hemming and hauling. It's like, <laughs> we know what you're trying to do. You're trying to have your cake you and eat it, too, guy. Russell Wilson. I'm Kyler Murray. I'm just going to put my... Uh, my stance out there. Right, I, jump in the pool. I, I don't know if I can go so far there. He did delete all of his posts on Instagram except for two. That's the one of them. One of them was from the Pro Bowl, and one of Got them was from four years ago at Oklahoma. So that's very confusing. People are saying, like, well, he deleted all his Cardinal stuff. Well, he deleted everything. It seems to be a way to send a message. You are absolutely right. And the fact that he was such a highly sought-after baseball player, and many believed that he loves baseball more than football. Adds a fun Whoa, little well, that's wrinkle inter- I didn't think it. of that. Yeah, Mark, you might want to get on that baseball weekly beat from 96 if Kyler Murray goes back to That's just like a little leverage, if nothing star. else, that he has. I could seamlessly ship back to that job without any issues. I mean, I, I, where's I, Brady Anderson? Well, Mark, he retired 27 years he is ago. 51 years old. <laughs> like, I am with you, Dan. Chris Hoyles. I am, I'm leaning into this, that this is something um, Let's do that it. triggers issues. I think, number one, they have till what May, early May to slap the fifth-year option on him. Uh, of course, they're going to do that. I mean, like some people have talked to people inside the Cardinals organization. They're like, this was news to them. They don't know of any uh, discord. But I just assume that there is discord. I'm just going to assume that there are problems. <laughs> we had a we had a beefy back and forth after the wild card game where Kyler Murray no showed, the offense no showed, the Cardinals no showed, and I think I imagine them being so impotent as an attack in the last seven weeks. Perhaps there is more to this story, and maybe Kyler blames Cliff. And if Cliff ain't going anywhere, maybe Kyler's like, I ain't sticking around. We got some juice here. The baseball thing. And it just got me to follow him, too. too. I just was thinking, well, I should now follow Kyler Murray. Maybe that was the end game there. Get Greg Rosenthal to follow me on social media. I wasn't saying that, but I'm saying he's certainly going to get a lot of follows based off of this. I'm sure I wasn't the only one. I bet he's gotten like 100,000 followers. Because people now are like, oh, yeah, I better be tracking this. Right. Let's head to the blotter. (laughs) We have an off-season arrest. It's a big name. Alvin Kamara. Arrested in Las Vegas for battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Uh, This is a uh, situation. The uh, all-pro Saints running back was out partying, I guess, for Pro Bowl week? Pro Bowl was in Vegas, Before the Pro Bowl, the night before. And uh, there was an incident uh, in a lobby outside one of those 
uh, nightclubs in one of the big casinos, and there's a guy who got a beatdown, and the the police believe that Kamara was actively involved. There's some video that um, and witnesses that point to Kamara here, so he's going to go through the legal process, and this is something to watch. Uh, obviously, it's a an assault, and it could lead to both uh, substantial legal issues and even uh, a suspension uh, from football. So this is not a good Alvin Kamara story, but one to track nonetheless. They should have videos because of where it was in the hotel. You you do in circumstances like this with a player like Kamara who's earned some equity uh, in terms of what he's done in the community and the fact that he's kind of always around the people. You do think of that the NFL players are often targets in situations like this, uh, but we'll, we'll see. It'll play out. <laughs> right. Yes. The, we'll see. I'll leave it at that. And uh, finally in the news... Tom Brady, he's got a podcast, and he's making news. The podcast is making news a little bit late, but only if his career actually isn't over. Appearing on the Let's Go podcast, yeah, I don't even have to look that up because it's gotten so much buzz lately. It's on fire. Uh, on Monday night, he was asked, I assume, by Jim Gray. The great, Safe assumption, infamous I think. Jim Gray. Uh, if he'd consider coming out of retirement, Brady said, you never say never. Can I... I want to propose something to you guys because the spirit of my sandwich prop was that I just can't see Tom retiring. Like he's got, he's such a competitor. He's got so much ability still. Will you give me a year? What? Before you owe the sandwich? Yeah. No, he's retired. He's retired out here. What I'll do is if you want to double or nothing it, if you want to, put in an extra sandwich move. that he doesn't play at all throughout the season or or you get it back and no, there's I'm not going to double it. I'm going to put or, six no, sandwiches on it. I'm saying we'll owe you two sandwiches ultimately if he comes back. Um but then there's you know if he if he doesn't then you're asking double. for an extension. That's all. No. no we're not changing the rules after I'm What do you so mean? I'm so confused right now. My wager was that he was not retiring. He was not he was not leaving football, okay? Now, he is retired, but he's opened the door. Did you hear the beginning of the news set up here, Mark? No, I, I know the story. He said, never I mean, say never. Hard. So if he, let's say he come, announces next February, I'm back. I, I believe, think, I don't think and you if he can continues have, to play, then he, the spirit he did, of the wager. He did retire, though. I mean, that was. Did he, he file his papers? He didn't use the word in his post. He said stepping away. <laughs> Has he filed papers? I don't understand why an extension hurts. If you if you honestly feel your take remains valid that he's done, and once he thought about it, can it was we table over. that and think the about it? The point was, so was he going to retire? Sure. And he did. He did the little thing. I am concerned, though, as as a yeah, fan. Yeah, that's why you and, don't want the extension. And a fan of sandwiches, which I never tend to get. Um, that that our, if he's already talking like this, because it, the more you, I, I did listen to a clip of it. The more you listen to it, it was like, oh man, he's like had a week. He's already. Like sounding like he already misses it. He's like, what well, did I tell you? Know, you, like, you never know what challenges are going to pop up, and it's like one week at home I already did that for you. you. Did, what did I say? A two, two, two separate programs about the Tom Brady thing that I simply dismiss the idea that he's going to. This is someone from the neck up who, like, his yes. livelihood, his passion has been seeking like mountaintop experiences. Yeah, I'm and totally challenges. with you. Four days at home, he's probably like. <laughs> 
I don't. I'm. I love being around my family, but this is not going to fulfill. Or he didn't Tom like Brady. all the retirement stuff. Like after watching his I, own funeral on TV for a week, or he's, he, he was kind of like, oh, I don't like this feeling. Become bored if you're Tom Brady in this situation. It's like they don't. They don't. I just feel like it's not as uh, the the prop is not as cut and dry as you. I, I'm willing I, to table it and think about it. I have to okay. unpack everything that's happening. I, it's not at the top of we my do, list. We do have some breaking news, though. Uh, How much? How much is about Ricky it? Ricky related to all this, <laughs> which which I think is important. Oh, went all right. breaking. Ricky went there. The Stitcher Top 100 Sports Show rankings uh, around the NFL coming in at 19th. Sometimes we're higher, sometimes we're lower. Okay. Uh, the Let's Go podcast hosted by Tom Brady, not in the top 100. So he's going to have to Suck keep it, Tom. He's going to have to keep uh, this story going to really help out the podcast. It's not really helping them break through at this point. I mean, nineteenth though. Like, if you were like, if not it was, like, in the college 100. football, and it's like you're ranked nineteenth, like you're I don't just think a schmo if you're going to those games. I don't think it's good enough. Well, no, I will never be t- happy. A lot of times we're like ten to fifteen. Are you good. in we're, sports? We're declining in sports overall. Oh, in sports. We're in decline yeah. phase. Let's let's try to get back in the top ten. Let's work on that. You All know, right, right ahead of the Ringer NFL show, they're right across the way, so we could just kind of go over there, and cut their wires. Yeah, do something. Ooh, let's do some pranks throughout Radio Row. I like that. Bunch of forty-something guys of running around, unplugging things and giggling, <laughs> pouring water on equipment. <laughs> uh oh! I just put your computer in a bowl of porridge. <laughs> porridge. Hey, let's hit eight o'clock delight. <laughs> porridge is back in twenty twenty-two. Porridge and what was the the quote Rachel pointed out? Oh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports that the Packers are expected to hire Rich Bisaccia as their special teams coordinator. Obviously, Bisaccia maybe got an unfair shake uh, from the Raiders. He lands on his feet with a great organization. It's Huge. another thing uh, Rodgers can't complain about. Like, we had a problem. Look at how we fixed it. Don't keep the kicker, please. Joe Judge has been hired as an offensive assistant for uh, the Patriots. Uh Josh McDaniels out the door after years running that show. Also heard Adam Gase connected to New England, but maybe Judge is the failed New York coach hired in this cycle. I don't like this idea that it's like, oh, let's build up Joe Judge's resume by letting him be an offensive coach. Speaking of the New York Giants, Don Wink Martindale lands on his feet, as you might expect. Uh, Top uh, defense uh, for years with Wink in Baltimore, and now he takes over the Giants who needed to replace Patrick Graham after he went and took the D.C. job for the Raiders. See how it's all connected? I think Patrick Graham did a, is a really good coach. He did a good job with the Giants, but Wink Martindale like immediately gives the Giants identity. I like getting some of these guys out of the AFC East. We're finally getting rid of these Belichick disciples. It's good. Uh, Gus Bradley lands with the Indianapolis Colts. I don't really uh, know any more about that, Greg. You want to hit the audience to that one? I mean, <laughs> Gus Bradley's bounced around. I think he's done a good job hey, as a coordinator. He did a time. decent job in the Raiders. That's, that's, it's a sensible fit. And finally, in the news. Former Chargers co-workers, Frank Reich and Gus Bradley. He's back, baby. Hit it, Ricky. Ladies and gentlemen, for one night only. Ah, <laughs> oh, Frags. Where's Frags? Hopefully we see her this week. Uh, our great voiceover artist uh, with NFL Media, Sashi Brown, is leaving Monumental Sports. I don't know what that is. And the NBA's Washington Wizards to return to the NFL as president. 
of the Baltimore Ravens announced Friday. Brown, 45 years old, becomes the third president in Ravens history. Replaces Mark? Dick Cass, your buddy, who turned 76 last month, retiring after serving in that role for 18 years. Mark, there is a lot. Now, I know Sashi hasn't been connected to the Browns in years now. A lot of Browns-related movement all around our league. Well, I think they have a competent front office now, so you start to pull from that. But it's, it's in, like when Sashi Brown was a thing for us and a thing for the Browns, and they were trying to do something unlike every other team, now Sashi Brown just kind of fits in any front office because mm. it's a copycat scenario, and like everyone seems to have their version of Sashi. Well, of course, he's going to go to the Ravens. You and, want the real thing. Well, everything that the Ravens you know, do touches, turns to gold, so I'm sure. Are you, you, know, are you a little, I don't know, disappointed that he would leave the Wizards high and dry right before well, the trade deadline? Well, what about Monumental deadline? Sports? Well, I think that's the company that owns the Wizards and the Mystics. Okay, it is. It, I, I, yes, Greg, that, that part of it well. um, does not... That doesn't sit well But he with got me. a promotion. He's the president now. I mean, he's above Eric DaCosta, the GM on the org chart. Now, he's not probably going to be making draft picks, but he's definitely making that bank and doing some business. I know that matters Sashi to you. Brand. Where does Monumental Sports, how do they recover from this? Do it's they a have, void. It's a, yeah. Do they have a succession plan? What happens when a it's moon a crash, crashes into our earth? It's like it's that kind of um, aftermath to deal with for the monumental they are, sports. They also group. own the Capitals monumental sports, so that you know they've had a Stanley Cup trophy recently. It leaves the nation's capital in absolute uproar. But the, how about the Pentagon, Mark? I know you have strong feelings. Well, about they're the getting Pentagon. what they deserve on some level. All right, a little comeuppance for yes. The, the nation's defense. Oh, look at our building! It's focal point. Look how our, our building a lot is of shaped. Commanders in Washington D.C. Those are, the Pentagon. Those walls famous all right i I wanted to hit uh greg's super bowl qb rankings list but we ran out of time oh i got a i got i got a bone to pick okay we've got a long week of shows yeah we got we got a show coming up um wednesday oh let me guess joe namath isn't hired high enough no it's not that's not even the beginning that's not even the beginning of it that's not even the beginning of what's wrong with your list (sighs) yikes what a tease Actually, I don't really, I don't have too many strong takes, but that's a good way to sell it. I have major issues with Greg's Super Bowl QB list, and I'll share them later this week on the Around the NFL podcast. I'm in Stitcher, up the ranking. Yeah, just gripping. Chop, 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 chop. Do your graph sound. Bing, 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 bing. Oh. (laughs) All right. We'll save that for later in the week. Uh, Mark? You can unplug from the socket now because we don't want to overcharge you. We got a long week. You're a live wire. It's Super Bowl week. Yeah, at Sessler this point, I, I completely unplug. I go home, do nothing work related, then return here tomorrow when they tell me on prompt, um, on time, on the clock. <laughs> I do like the vision of we literally unplug Mark and then he just powers down right in that couch and stays there till we come back tomorrow morning. <laughs> it's not far away from That it. was like a video we did for one of those Peckham shows, remember? It I was. unplugged you guys and covered you with That was sheets. a good bet. Yeah. If we if put that if up on you the had that as an offer, that. Mark, not the unplug part, but let's say we were like, you can sleep here on this couch, Mark. You don't have to go back home. You can actually just live here for the rest of the week. There, there's bathrooms around. Don't have to go through security yeah, again. Facilities. You I know, but everyone can see home. me while I'm sleep. Where well, do I change and do the rest true, of it? Yeah. You wear the same stuff every day, anyways. <laughs> Well, I'm take taking it, you to the human resources the area, too. I don't like <laughs> that comment. That's about my, my appearance and my physical appearance. And we, by the way, we had a, uh, a really great time together on Saturday celebrating Chris Wessling. It was the one-year anniversary of his passing. And um, 
I, I thought one of the more cute, like the cutest moments in ATN history was, I believe it was Greg tucking in Mark on that couch. Uh, Gonzo, Gonzo was oh. tucking me in. And then I, I've drifted off into a nice sleep until Colleen banged her entire body into the glass porch <laughs> oh, door, which she did not realize wild. was open. So the aforementioned, when I defeated Nick Wessling 21-17 to 17 in one-on-one cornhole, mm. the, the game was reaching a fever pitch, and, and Nick was starting to get tense, tense. And he did the same thing that Wes used to do when you play cornhole. Things start to go sideways. Oh, man, I'm drunk. I am so drunk. He's like, all right. Just and he really wasn't. I had the prize. He really he wasn't. Was fine. Anyway, I mean, less than you. So we're, that's, yeah, we're about excuse. to do a little uh, <laughs> a throw, and then there's a shotgun blast, and it is Connie Fox barreling into a glass partition. Tiny little t- the tiny box, all five three, 107 pounds, slams into the glass at high velocity. A, a larger person would have shattered that thing. So maybe we're, it's a fortunate situation. But she said she will be on the red carpet with a pair of bruised knees. Well, she's about 40 yards away from us on a, <laughs> on a neighboring set. And oh, she did say that she had two um, black and blue knees. I would love yell? to have her Should we yell? come on. One, two, three. Colleen! Colleen! <laughs> Wait, is she really going to come I don't now? know. She's no. definitely had the look in her eye of, like, I'm getting out no, of here. No, she literally was like, we'll do lunch. Uh, but, like, that means no. She's so famous. It's. I, I got to admit, though. It, first of all, it, it sounded like uh, like the Oklahoma City like well, we bombing or whatever. It was like, so you were not loud. on the scene for that. Just, it was so you know. loud. But I got to admit, just, there is something that separates that Colleen from like from myself, for instance. She she's an on air personality at the the highest <laughs> levels for a reason. She bounced back and because no one watched her walk in, but it had to have been extremely painful. It was extremely it's loud. Excruciating and within a half second later, we all look over and she was just like, oh, don't mind me, just walking into the door and then open the door, cool as a cucumber. Like, she recovered very well. Here well she comes, the, by the way. From the circumstance. Ah, hit her theme her music. Of this. Oh, okay. We can there do she this. comes. Hey, take a seat. We had to ask you about something real quick. Look at we her. Were, we happen all to be up. What? We happen oh, to be. Really? It'll just be two minutes. It, <laughs> we we were wrapping up, and Dan was telling one of our favorite stories um, from Saturday, from Saturday afternoon. The sound of a. Uh, let's let her get situated a here. A <laughs> shotgun blast goes off, and um, the tiny box nearly, <laughs> nearly imploded. Take us through it. How are you feeling right now? Are you day-to-day? What are you listed for the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's doubtful. Um, but, <laughs> no. no, I every day it's getting a little bit better. I've been putting more weight on my leg uh, when I walk. But the whole situation, it all happened so fast, Dan. Yeah. And it was a very early morning for me that day. I was up for Good Morning Football Weekend. Sure, true. And just power through the rest of the day with you guys. Long day. Long day. And you know what? Sometimes glass, it's so clean that you just you see right through it. So it's really a testament to Lakeisha keeping her house in great order. Exactly. Or maybe it's her fault. Maybe that's where you were going with that. The the problem was um, the glass really hit my knee quickly, and it's really the glass's fault. It's not. I wouldn't blame this on my knee, Um, but. What I need is probably one of those stickers that, like, people that, that, that are on skyscrapers for birds yeah. so they don't run into the windows. I probably need that on every glass door. Well, you're a warrior. We gave you a lot of credit, though. In the peanut gallery, you recovered quickly. You made a quick joke of it. 
you didn't linger. You got right into there, just like, oh, don't mind me, just walking into the door. I was she, like, once she got on the other side of glass, because I could see right. in, she had her hand, face buried in her hand. She's like, right. I just made a fool of myself. Right. It could have been a devastating moment that lingered, but you moved on quickly. I was impressed by it. And I, I, like, I had drifted yeah. off to sleep on that couch, and like, I was having a dream about being like in, a, in the forest or something. It was Gonzo had tucked me in, and then bang. Like, I mean, that part of it was, I mean, does that weigh on you that it's, you it sounds woke like a it's friend like, from sleep? I did. I did. Uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say it sounds like this is like one in the morning. It was 830. Exactly. You were already asleep that early. As a group, As we, we did not a have a day. late night. We, mm. we, I think well, yeah, we have a t- I have a text. I was I was sadly out of town for a wedding, so I wasn't there this weekend, but I was texting with Lakeisha. And then all of a sudden I get a text from Dan that's like, I'm in bed, haha, and it was 9.30. I was like, oh, wow. That's kind of my dream. Yeah. Yeah, so my I just didn't get the gentle kiss on the forehead from Gonzo the way you did, Mark. (laughs) I know. Well, I I went in with certain... Good night, sweet prince. I went in with a goal, and I achieved my goal. 1977 is an American sports writer. was married to NFL media broadcaster. John tucking in, Mark, was a very sweet moment. Yes, we're going to need some photoshops of that from our listeners sent to us on Twitter, please. Colleen, you said it all. I have. You didn't have to say much this time. No. That's all I needed to say. You'll see Colleen. Colleen sent me her schedule for the week, and it's outrageous how in demand she is right now. So even getting her for a few minutes on the on the couch, that is that's good notch. stuff. Good for stuff. you guys, anything. We love it. All right. And, yes, we have a show coming up tomorrow, another show on Friday, our Super Bowl 56 preview, uh, the Around the NFL broadcast uh, uh, will air on Friday, Saturday. Uh, yeah, check your local listings. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> That's it for now. So thank you to everyone for listening. And until Wednesday, you do the thing that Chris Wessling told us to do. You know this. Feed the call. <laughs> <laughs>